in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here to bring you the top 10. Take it away, boys. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another brand new episode of Topic Under from Down Under. <laughs> there you go. No one's taking their clothes off on this show, but we can be the thunder from down. Under. Yeah, I'll do it. Let's do it. Come on, shirts <laughs> off. Nope. You go ahead, man. Knock How much money off. would it take you to do uh, mm. a thunder from down under type show? Uh, probably about five million, I would imagine. Five million, even yeah, though five let's million. let's just say, all right, it's not going right. to be taped. Mm-hmm. It is just for the people in the room, and we'll call it like a hundred seater. Do we take the phones? Everyone's phones? Yeah, it's not going to be taped. It's no, no, no. Just for do we the take people's people phones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever, okay. whatever it takes. There's not not uh, going to be any physical evidence. All right, of this having happened, I'll go down to a million. I go down to a million. Wow, I, I can invest Bitcoin. In that. <laughs> it is steep because I would be so embarrassed to do it. The psychological trauma of me doing it for hundred people. Might take me a while to recover from. So, uh, have you seen the lawsuits that have pumped out on this? I know we're going to answer some questions here from the sure. fans, but have you seen these Rust lawsuits? Speaking of which, like everybody's filing lawsuits now. I know. I was I was five feet away from the person, and I have psychological trauma. And it's like, you know what? The inner city people should be able to sue for sue the city every day for the shit they endure I, in inner city life. Give me a fucking break, man. I know. I heard Gloria Allred on the yeah, radio yeah. yesterday representing somebody and be like, oh, okay. <laughs> Whoever retained her, I no longer believe the validity of your <laughs> argument just because she is nothing more to me than I like yeah. to stand in front of cameras. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if she's a good lawyer or not. I know she has a name and she can get your your argument presented before reporters, but beyond that, I have no idea if she's good or not. Yeah, yeah, and she seems to chase the high-profile yes cases and whatever, and so it just it. But uh, to me, it was just I'm just like, come on, guys, cut it, cut this shit out. Like, it's just insane. They and it's a low-budget film. How much money are they think they're gonna get from a film like this with the insurance that it had? It had only six million dollars of insurance. So, how much money do you think you're gonna get out of this after taxes, after you pay the lawyers, after everything? How much money do you think you're gonna clear? Is it worth it? And no and one's going to want to fucking work with you again. Like, it's just and shouldn't sense. that money go to the two victims? It should go to their families. One yeah. million percent, Matt Nost. You're absolutely right. So it should go if any money family. is going to come out of this, definitely yeah. the woman that uh, was killed and also the director that's going to you know, have medical bills and whatever yes. else. Yeah. I think they should you know, be first in line before all these other individuals. Right. Uh, right. And they're like the armor is saying that they were sabotaged, that there was some conspiracy. Yeah. She's trying to get to, them to save herself. Yeah. Yeah. Taken out and like, wow, this is this is just getting weirder and weirder and weirder. And because then, it, uh, you know, Alec Baldwin was producer and star of this. Yeah. Then certain individuals in society that don't really give two shits about movies right. because of his political leanings are now attacking yeah, right. him on that front. Yeah. And uh it's it's just a whole mess. Yeah, it's a massive mess. And, you know, it's amazing how dysfunctional 
these people are off the set claiming that the set was not dysfunctional. It's like, no, it seems pretty clear. This was a fucked up set oh, for so many on so many levels. So, I mean, this idea that it's it wasn't is, is kind of uh, disappearing. I think the more lawsuits that come out. So crazy stuff. Any anyway. We're here to talk, answer questions from you all, the fans and patrons who at the $5 and above level get a chance to send in questions, thoughts, and comments for Matt and I to answer. We do not look at these ahead of time, uh, and we answer them on the show. We rarely, rarely do not answer one, uh, So, we, but we reserve the right to possibly not answer one if it ever offends sure. us or crosses a line, but that rarely, rarely happens. So we're excited to jump into this. Matt, I think you're first uh, today, this week. I am, and I will open with our patrons. You need to start sending in some questions because we are, yeah. uh, it, it's nearing. I realize it's holiday season and everybody's getting busy and all that jazz. T- take two seconds and rifle off. I mean, we have enough for this week, next week, yes. the week after, possibly the week after that. But still, we don't like to see the numbers this low just in case. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, exactly. Case. Start sending in your stuff. So get them in there. Uh, yeah. We love to see them. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, first one comes from Dale Varley. Dale. says, gents. The NBA unveiled the mixtape city uniforms for 28 NBA teams. Utah and Phoenix opted to retain their jerseys from last year. This week, November 1st, these jerseys are supposed to take things from the team's history and have it represented in the uniform, as most teams have things from uniforms from different eras mixed together. I feel that there are some shorts that that make the uniform, and the jersey alone isn't great. Hmm. What are your thoughts and least favorites of the crop. I think that the Nets, Lakers, and Sixers are the cream of the crop. Uh, the best part of my Celtics unis are the shorts. Thanks, Dale Varley. I have to look these up. I have not had a chance to look these up. Have you? I, I saw them when they were announced, but I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. Okay. Um, I mean, I know. Yeah, the Suns is they just ran it back. Okay. Um, oh, here we go. Oh, wow. Um, all right. Atlanta, no. The Celtics, interesting. Why do they all look like they're spray painted on the wall? Like they've got that kind of like I don't know. Depends on which ones. Oh, sorry. The 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 Nets one looks like it's got some kind of white glitter on it or a concrete kind of paint on it. The Celtics one as well. Wait, it's not my computer. No, it's not my computer. I want to make sure I don't see that on the one I'm looking at. Yeah, I'm looking on the NBA.com official release, and they look like they're a little, um, yeah, a little like uh, dusty. I don't know what that's all about. Maybe that's just how they want to use it. Oh, man, they're using the old school Houston lines? I I hated that uniform. It's brutal. That's the, that, I hate the Nets. I think that's, I don't want to go back to the New Jersey look trash. Yeah. (laughs) It is. Um, do you like your people bulls? are hating on OKC's? I kind of oh, like it. OKC? It's simple. It's the just OKC all one? white. Yeah. Okay. Let me see. Let me find that one. Um, on that oh, main yeah. picture, it's bottom left. It's fine. Yeah, it's clean. Chill. I like it. Um, I don't mind Dallas's throwback to their early nineties. Oh, the Wolves. Oh, they're using the old nineties one. Oh, God. Yeah, not a fan. No. No, Miami's to me is pretty. I, I like their other city editions better so oh, far. Oh God, yeah, that looks. T- it looks like a ransom note. That is yeah. not. And they've been playing at it. They played in it uh, uh, their last game. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> ugly, ugly. Oh, I dig the Memphis one. I like okay. that kind of. I like the kind of um, 
the designs around the, uh, the uh, areas of the underarms and uh, the neck. I like that kind of that stuff on the seam. I dig that design. Eh, pacers. Eh. There's only so much you can do. Oh, the NOLA one looks badass. But then again, they've only been around a few years, so what are we throwing back to, right? Yeah, exactly. Some of these yeah. they just have to kind of make up. I, I don't mind Cleveland's. It's fine. Okay. A nice homage to their original logo. Uh, Pacers is a bit of a throwback. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember the diagonal stripe, but... Uh, the design itself, though, feels like something yeah. from the 90s. I remember that. Detlef Schrempf holding, uh, playing. Rips. I love the Rip City. Gotta say. I know. I always like Portland's every year. I think theirs right. is consistently the best. Maybe my um, favorite nickname for any a city in basketball rip city i love it. Uh, i always love the the rose garden too i wish they'd bring that back i don't mind the moda center i mean it's better than crypto.com for staples <laughs> oh, although i do kind of like just shortening to the crypt <laughs> that could be fun. that's fun <laughs> um oof my wizard just like a, for yeah. a while there memphis was in a naming rights i believe and they were uh kfc was in the running <laughs> so they'd you know tonight from the bucket I kind of like that. It's terrible and fantastic simultaneously, but it obviously never came to fruition. Uh, Sorry about that. <laughs> Holy shit. Nost. <laughs> Always making Wrong me laugh when I'm drinking shit. Oh my uh, God. What, uh, on the bucket? I was looking at the jerseys. Whoa, uh, whoa. No, the bucket is brilliant. It's made me laugh. I, I like the bucket. I was, <laughs> People were clowning on us like, dude, that's not bad compared to, you know, Orlando's former Amway Center. Oh, yeah. No which shit. it no longer is, but some of them are just atrocious. And others are like, hey, you know what? You get used to it. Like TD Garden. It's fine. <sighs> Remember it's the fine. old school Washington football team? The Ral John Stadium? Oh, Named it for his two kids, Ralph and John. It was like, oh, you fucking but ridiculous, man. I do like FedEx Field just because the alliteration. Yeah, the alliteration works. I don't disagree with you there. I mean, if you got to have it, it's not the worst thing in the world. So let me ask you something, because I'm looking at the NBA.com one. Are they using just the jersey that's in the middle, or are they going to be doing variations? So this is the only jersey they're going to use, the only colors they're going to use. Is that correct? For the city editions, yeah. Okay, all right, all right. And so yeah, that, that, ef that effect they put on is not on the jerseys themselves. That okay. yeah. dusty whatever. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, uh, Sackdowns is yeah, it's not bad. The Warriors, yeah. I think, is a bust. It's not the worst, but it's a bust oh, to me. Yeah, like with the stripes there. or the lightning bolts down the side. Um, <sighs> I actually like the Bucks old one, the Cream City. I think those are better. Oh yeah, those are nice. Yeah, I, I like think those. the Sixers actually. I like the kind of old school Sixers okay. font for the name. So I wish the numbers were thicker. They're a little too thin for me, but I like that Sixers. Uh, I like the the blue with the uh, uh, red and white. It's a nice little combo there. Do you like the striping down the side? If you can <laughs> find another picture of it, it goes down the length of oh. the torso, and it's oscillating oh, really? colors. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you until then. What about Toronto? Do you like that fucking the Raptor bouncing the basketball thing? I really hate that, actually. But Really? Yeah. I'm not, I don't know. It's, a little it's such a time thing. capsule. It is. It really is. Yeah. So I like it for that in the gold that they're the only team with, you know, full on gold like that. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. I think the Knicks, the all black. That's nice. Yeah. It's, it's tough to mess with any of the super classics. 
Right, right. You know, the Knicks, the Celtics, the Bulls, anybody that basically has not changed. Yeah. In all these years. Oh, you don't like the war. You don't like the lightning bolt. No, nah, I don't like the lightning bolt. I think that's. <laughs> I think that's trash. It's free trash. It's too much attention. You're drawing to yourself with the. What about the nuggets and the little like the colors that they had in the past? I kind of like. I don't know. I'm on the fence. I mean, I, I like that the, the Rubik's cube design, but I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I like the full where they do the skyline, the really old school. That I'm yeah. a big fan of. Right, right. With the rainbow, it looks so terrible and yet is fantastic. Right. Uh, and that was their uniforms for a decent amount of time in their history. Um, yeah, I mean, by and large, it's the same as every year. I think most of them are just fine. Some of them are pretty terrible. And a couple you're like, yeah. hey, that's that's cool. I like that. Charlotte's is a nice uh, with the honeycomb yeah. at the top. I like the Spurs bringing in the, the early 90s teal. You were right about it. the Dallas. I fucking hate the Dallas one. Oof. Dal- I, I don't hate the Dallas. Dallas's last year, <sighs> that spray paint motif was just yeah. brutal. <laughs> yeah, that was brutal. I hate it. That's, that could be the worst jersey I've seen in maybe my lifetime. <laughs> I It was so ugly. And you know what they if, have to approve of it. You know, yeah, Nike yeah, comes course. to them with design ideas. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, yeah, this is good. The kids will love it. Like, what, what fucking kids? What about the Chicago? Do you like the cursive there? Leaning into the... Yeah, top? it's like the old school. Like when Jordan yeah. was a rook, there was a, a oh, right. cursive Chicago on the jersey. That's right. Mm-hmm. Funny how he's not... In the uh, picture they have here on NBA.com. Interesting. Anyway, well, good. Yeah. Maybe they didn't pay for the rights <gasps> to use this uh, photo. Hey, hey. I can't imagine that he has that deal with the league itself, but you know, you never know. That's right, true. Good point. Oh, man. Or all maybe right. just Pippen took so much of a flamethrower at all his old teammates <laughs> decided to keep Jordan and a few other guys off. Yeah. Yeah. Because Pippen is prominently placed in this along with Paxson, which is ironic as hell that Paxson. And uh, Rodman, who was uh, there a whopping two years, two or three years. Huh. Yeah, okay, there's Jordan on the left. Yeah, way at the bottom, just about well, to leave the frame. For God's and sake. the top left there, you can see his back. Where? <laughs> right next to that's Jerry Sloan next to him. Yeah, look at Jerry He's bigger than Jordan in these pictures, for God's sakes. Phil Jackson's kind of half his head is barely in the frame. This is terrible for the Bulls. I mean, Phil Jackson and Scotty and Michael need to be prominently placed. Paxson? Fuck Paxson, man. That's ridiculous. Well, I wonder if, uh, I was going to say, before he got removed, but he got removed long before this, although he's still affiliated with the team. But if he was still, uh, it was still Gar Pax is the brain trust. (laughs) That would make a lot more sense. Where's Might as well put Kerr on there, for God's sake. From the other side, shooting from the other side. Um, what about the Charlotte ones? I'm I kind of like them, and then I'm also kind of nervous because of the the aqua design. I dig, but the whole like fish scale design at the top. The honeycomb. Sure Come on, yeah, the honeycomb. I'm not a big fan of the honeycomb. It's on like their it? court, so it ties in a little uh, bit with yeah. their court design, of course. But it ties, you know, it's the theme of who they are, the Hornets. Yeah, true. Very true. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, all right. It fits in hey. with who they are. Maybe the Atlanta one is growing on me. Maybe that bright yellow is kind of I don't, Yeah, I don't mind it at all. Yeah, shit. So long as they don't go back to a lot of the 90s <laughs> versions of teams, I found yeah, yeah. pretty terrible. Yeah. The Rockets, you know, being potentially the most egregious to me. Oof. Oof. Uh, What's the worst? Worst? What are you looking at? Worst jersey of... 
things. In the uh, let's see. Well, they all rebranded oh. and kind of got Disney-fied. Because they made the rocket and had like a big stupid oh, yeah. grin, like an old hellfire. But it looks stupid. So bellyupsports.com has Utah Jazz at number five with the whole like... Uh, the skyline snowy, of the mountain yeah, range? The snowy mountains. Yeah, the snowy yeah. mountains. The New Jersey Nets is number four. And that is mirroring the one we're seeing that we just yep. saw that's coming back. The Cavs I mean, last, one. With, with, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say last year's Ooh. was even worse. That powder oh, yeah. blue. Uh, what is that? Ombre or whatever it's called where it changes the color as it moves. Yeah. Yeah. And nice. That could. Yeah. That's in the running for worst jersey as well. They have Cavs at number three, which is the Cavs with the kind of orange lettering and black lettering. And then the light blue stripe across the oh the brad doherty era yes mark yes. price yeah yeah those are pretty terrible <laughs> forgot about those atlanta hawks at number two i didn't think the hawks jersey was that bad and then rockets number one definitely i don't know the pacer how come the pacers got away with the stripes but the rockets didn't <laughs> do you think it's the color combo bless you uh <laughs> Maybe, or maybe just because yeah. that's the been the Pacers for so long, yeah. That you yeah. just kind of like, yeah, that's what the Pacers do. Whereas the Rockets yeah. just keep throwing shit against the wall every <laughs> like five to ten years and completely change entirely. I didn't mind like when they went to the simplistic red with the white with the yeah. R, and it looks like it's a rocket ish kind of going upwards. And it's like, all right, that's a clean rebranding, right? Um, but I like the Elijah one years. I forgot, the, I forgot the Sean. Was is that Sean Kemp? Did Kemp play for the Cavaliers? Am I wrong on that? Uh, yeah. After he got oh. fat, he went to the Cavs. Yikes! Yikes! I forgot yeah. about that. Oh, he was out of the league shortly <clears throat> thereafter. Uh, yeah. This place, this one, Bacon Sports has the Pistons jersey is the worst. The one with the horse on fire above the it's Pistons. pretty terrible. Yeah, it's pretty terrible. Pretty Especially when just the simple what they had before was classic, iconic. Yeah, yeah. It ain't broke. Just you don't need to fix it. Oh, I forgot how bad that fucking uniform was. Like it just didn't make any sense. As part of that nineties yeah. uh, appeal to kids, young kids, I guess. I don't know. There's a lot of those. Two tailpipes with fire coming out and a horse on top, of course, horsepower and shit on fire. It's like mm-hmm. it's too much. You're doing too much. It's stupid. <laughs> it was. Uh, all right. Well, <laughs> we've spent 18 minutes on that question. Or well, a little bit more on the rust stuff, too. Um, should we move on? Uh, yeah, let's move wrap on. Up? All right, Thank all right. you, Thank Dale. You. Thank you, Dale. Uh, this one comes in from Michael Dyke. He says, uh, I sent in this question about three months ago, so if you just haven't gotten to it, please disregard. So here's the original question. Hey, hey and, and we'll jump past it if we have read it. Hello, John and Matt Greens from Akron, Ohio. Thank you for the endless supply of laughs. Matt, your Charles Bronson is the best. I agree. I'd like to do a whole top 10 with Matt as Charles Bronson. I'm telling you Once right again, now. that appeals to 10 people that actively know who Charles Bronson and I'm doing an impression of an impression. So <laughs> here's what I'll say to you. I think you misjudge our audience. There's a lot of older people than you think. You know, there are, but then you have to <laughs> slice that thinner and go in. And how many of those people are active Charles Bronson fans? Well, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, question. Is there a certain scene in a movie that that if that's all you saw could Oof, wow this is rough uh, michael you resent this one did you not re-edit this one when you resent it in he said let me read the words that are on the page is there a certain scene in a movie that if that's all you saw period could describe and play out the movie perfectly so i'm gonna jumble that together do you think he's saying if there's a certain movie a certain scene in a movie that if that's all you saw 
could describe the movie perfectly. And he says, one of mine would be in Tombstone. When Johnny Ringo is waiting for White Earp for a shootout, he has a shit-eating grin on his face like he's going to take him down, and all of a sudden, Doc shows up, and that grim grin goes to panic, and oh my God, what just happened? Another moment is in the dark night, the interrogation room between Joker and Batman. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for all you guys do. And when you start doing live shows again, all I can say is top 10 live in Cleveland. Uh, (laughs) P.S. Those tickets to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or the NFL Hall of Fame are still available if you make it here. Michael D. Dyke. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to go to the NFL Hall of Fame. No thanks for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Y'all can have that. I'll do the NFL. Um, Matt, is there a scene from a movie that it, that describes the movie perfect? Like, is like it's the perfect scene in the movie to describe what the movie is all about? Is there anything that leaps to mind? I am racking my brain to okay. try and think of a single scene that encapsulates an entire movie all in one. So as I'm vamping, if you come up yes, with one, I will jump right in. Well, good, bad, and the ugly. Certainly, the end scene when they're all in the three-person kind of standoff at the cemetery. That okay. scene, pretty much, because that's the whole movie, the entire movie, all three of them in a standoff for this treasure. It's the entire movie, um, you know, in a nutshell. Sure. Um, I would also say the scene with in Man of Steel when he's learning to fly for the first time. The music, Russell Crowe's voiceover, Henry Cavill, like kind of figuring out and the moving of the, you know, the um, sure, uh, everything like that. And he flies off and uh, falls, stumbles, and then figures it out. So I think that whole sequence really sums up the movie because that's what he's trying to do through the whole movie is yeah. fly on his own and um, just kind of appeal to the people there to save them and also to kind of like uh, carry on the legacy of Krypton. God, I am racking my brain to come up with like a movie okay. that we don't talk about all that often and be like, oh, this, mm. you know, less talked about Jim. You ever seen this type of, mm. but every movie that keeps cycling through my brain is movies we've talked about a bunch of times. Right, right. Um, which is not helping me. And now that I'm vamping, <laughs> I'm still, it's still utterly escaping me. <clears throat> there's right. too many choices and yet simultaneously i can't think of a single one <laughs> what about old age oh wait what about um white man can't jump is there one scene in white man can't jump that sums up that movie uh you know what the scene where um wesley snipes and and uh woody harrelson are hustling it's that former nba player that plays him and he he pulls out a knife Yes. Once he realizes I'm, I'm gonna cut you, and then uh, Billy Hoyle, Woody Harrelson's character, is like, "Sydney, you've got a wife and kids," and Sydney is still fully in the hustle, and is like, <laughs> how, "How do you know that?" And he goes and stands on the uh, the guy with the knife side, and be like, "You know what? Cut this motherfucker," <laughs> and just fully committing. But at the same time, he threw Billy, the character of Billy, under the bus because yeah. he's only out for himself. Yeah. Ultimately, he is a hustler. Now he's teamed up temporarily with Billy, but that's what <laughs> that tears Billy apart is Billy's sense of loyalty late in the movie. Yeah. To wanting to do one last game because it's going to really help Sydney out because yeah. he's in a tough spot and Sydney doesn't give a shit that it's going to destroy the relationship right. uh, between, uh, you know, Billy and his girl. Yeah. Rosie Perez. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I couldn't, I couldn't remember Gloria. Gloria. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. 
And I think yeah. it just gives you a nice, it's good humor in it. There's good basketball. And it was obviously that movie is, uh, you know, dozen spades, but it's a nice yeah. representation of the two characters and their interaction and how they basically view the world. Yeah. Uh, Billy yeah. is actively trying to protect what he assumes is his friend. Mm-hmm. And his assumed friend is basically only looking out for himself. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Well, see, there you go. You found one. I think it's very good. I found, but I had to be prompted. <laughs> Well, it's nothing wrong with that. It's the way no, it goes. but all I'm doing in my head is like Godfather and be like, how many times have we talked about the Godfather? <laughs> well, I don't know if there's one scene because you could argue the opening scene. You could argue the scene with the five families where he takes out his vengeance. You could argue um, the scene with Michael uh, and, and Apollonia. Like that could sum up the film because it's like the dangers of the life he's chosen. True. There's all of that you can play around with. So it's tough to do. It's tough to do, but I yeah, agree with the meteor, choices. Uh, yeah. Right. A movie, so to speak. Absolutely. Um, all right. Well, let's uh, let's wrap it up there, Matt. We got a little bit of a, a time constraint on us for this episode of Topic Thunder, but we will definitely be back next week with more of this show. And please, as Matt said earlier, I have to accentuate what he said earlier. Send in more of questions, thoughts, and comments. If you're a $5 and above patron, this is one of your perks to get one of your questions answered. And we try to answer all of them. One of your questions answered by us here on the show. You get your name shout out. We read your question and answer it fully, I believe, every single time. Um, anything else we need to tell them, Matt? Uh, head over to patreon.com forward slash the top 10 with the number 10. If you'd like to join us on Topic Thunder or Boss Hog or any of the stuff that we do, the live shows uh, that we do twice a month. The next one is coming. Let's see. You're hearing this on uh, Thanksgiving Day itself. Mm. We are recording tomorrow. So if you are eligible in the Patreon, you'll get an email. And if you're not going out to, to brave the madness here in the States of Black <laughs> Friday, yeah, which I have, I don't think I've ever actually done. Really? Wow. No, I've had family members that like geared up yeah. for it. We meet up for Thanksgiving the next day. They're going to wake up early and go out shopping. Yeah. I never joined them. I've done that. I've done I have that. not. 10 years in a row. I did it at one point. It was madness. Absolute I, madness. Yeah. I'd rather pay the extra couple bucks. Right. And now it's all digital. So you don't even have to leave your yeah. house. So it's smart not to. Uh, uh, there you go. But yeah, so join us uh, then. But uh, you can follow the show at Top Ten Show on Instagram and uh, YouTube. It is forward slash the Top Ten Podcast with the number ten. So hit us up, and uh, you can follow me at Matt Nost. And you can follow me at The Roca Says on Twitter and on Instagram. All right, y'all, take care of yourselves. Be well, and we'll talk to you next time with another brand new episode of Topic Thunder. Thunder.